Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Ivelisse, a.k.a. La Sicaria, a.k.a. the baddest bitch in the building from Lucha Underground. And you're listening to the Oversell Wrestling Podcast. It is episode 58, and we are talking money in the bank review and all news and notes in the world of professional wrestling. Get ready. This is the Oversell Podcast. Gentlemen, welcome to the Oversell Podcast. My name is Derek. I am Mike. And we are here to talk some professional wrestling. Be sure you're following us on Twitter. We are at Oversell Podcast, Facebook.com slash Oversell Podcast. And my Twitter, you can find me on Twitter at Derek, D-E-R-I-C-K-O-V-E-R-S-E-L-L. At WolfMike23. Also, head over to OversellPodcast.com. And check out the Amazon link right underneath the main player. You got to do your shopping on Amazon. Help us out by going through that link. We get a small commission on any object sold through that link. There's no extra fees or hidden fees or anything like that. You're just helping this podcast out by shopping like you normally would. Also, be sure to head over to blogtalkradio.com slash oversellpodcast and follow us there. Mike, how was your week? Hot. Even Besides though we're hot. not supposed to talk about that, yeah. according to one of our listeners. Josh McClain's going to send me another text uh, saying, uh, just quit whining about the weather. Josh McClain, a friend of the show, he's over there at KO Radio. Be sure to listen to it. That guy is hilarious. It's him and Eric Wayne. And, uh, yeah, it's a lot, a lot of fun stuff. Dan says he's trying to call in. So we'll get, he should be here in just a sec. Had money in the bank this week. We also had NJPW Dominion. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, so I think – Mike, we're going to review that next week? Okay. Okay. It's like a four-hour show. It's like every wrestling show now. <laughs> like, the best shows <laughs> have to be four hours. Exactly. Like, that was one of the craziest things I thought about Money in the Bank was, you know, it went, you know, I know, he, I guess Vince, whoops, no, don't call that number. Whoops. I don't know whose number that is. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I think they're really watching the basketball game closely, and that's why some of the matches – went a little longer than they should have. Yeah. Like, because this was another one where the main event didn't start until about 10 minutes before 10. Yeah, that was weird. I thought that was really strange. Because, like, I was watching the clock. I'm well, like 10-hour time. Let's put it that way. It was, like, what, 9.40 or something? And that Rusev yeah. Titus match was, like, just starting. I'm like, oh, great. At that point, great, I had forgotten is about that match. The, crazy. I thought I had missed it on the kickoff Let me show. Let's see if I can call Dan here. So, uh, yeah, let's. Uh, we're going to go through the cards here, Mike. Whenever you're ready, let me. I'm going to go ahead and call Dan. But tell us the first match. Uh, kickoff match: The Golden Truth defeated Breezango, which I still prefer to call them Fabrice. I think Fabrice is actually the better term. Go ahead and play on the words. We're going to try to call Dan here. Um, but yeah, you know, didn't they do something like where Breeze and Fandango got stuck in a tanning bed? Yeah, it was some joke they played on them earlier on. I think. Yeah. So they came out. Hey, Dan. Hey. Good to have you back on. We've missed you. We're we're going. Oh, bro, man. I've been I've been missing you guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, uh, we're already. I've, I've gone too long without my uh, wrestling conversation fixed. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. We well, we've missed you because uh, big absence when you're not on the show, bud. Well, thanks. 
So. I, I miss uh, being able to uh, vent regularly. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's, well, it's been a while since we've talked to Dan. W- what are his credentials? Does he have anything to say about wrestling? I mean, oh damn, Am I losing credibility. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it, it is good. We've missed you, Dan, and it's good to f- talk to you. Like I said, big part of well, the I'm show. I'm down here in uh, sunny Palm Beach, Florida. Yeah, you know, just uh, just uh, you know, wasting away. Well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> when you can leave Florida, you're going to leave heat and come back to heat. Yeah, 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 yeah. So well, I'm, I'm I'm by the beach and I'm hot right now. Maybe maybe it'll be better, you know, being away from the beach and being hot, but probably not. Probably not because you don't have <laughs> no. a big body of water to jump into. George in our chat yeah. room asks, "Who was Dan?" with dan uh yes 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 so um yeah but we were just going into our money in the bank talk and uh mike uh, we're going through the card and first one was uh breeze and fandango versus the golden truth and you know it's just weird they went with the whole tanning prank yeah thing and they had like i i will give them credit the fake skin that they glued on or whatever that was a nice touch (laughs) but you know well, unfortunately, I didn't get to watch the pay per view, so you guys will be uh, you guys will be telling me about it as we go. I know the end uh, result in the main event, uh, but that's about all I know about uh, and how the I saw highlights of the ladder match and stuff like that. So, but uh, <clears throat> very cool. I didn't. I I couldn't find a bar that subscribed to the WWE Network. Apparently, oh. <laughs> wow, crazy. So, yeah, um, but, you know, I just thought it was kind of just weird. You know, they're not – they need to get – I guess they're going to get try to get Gold Dust and the Golden Truth over more than Breeze Dongo. It's Febreze. Mm-hmm. Febreze, whatever. It's whatever. Febreze. I, I don't That's know. That's what it needs to be. <laughs> I, I don't know. Man. I like Febreze better. <laughs> I don't know. That's. I just thought it was really weird that, you know, they've – created i thought the better tag team that was created was breeze and fondango than it was the mm-hmm. golden truth but we've learned not to question what they choose now yeah 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 so yeah. what was the next match lucha dragons defeated the dudley boys was that on the pre-show yeah no i, I think i guess i missed that match yeah. I don't it know. was it, it was a match that's what i saw how long was the match do you know it was under ten minutes. Okay, yeah, I, I I guess I just zonked out and went into the uh, went into another room or something. I, mean, I think it was probably ten minutes before the actual pay per view itself started. So I mean, it was it was the last one. It was pretty late in the pre show. Okay, I can't think of why I didn't get to listen to that. So, but I mean, no, nothing special. Lucha Dragons went over. You know, they're just further proving that the Dudley Boys are just there now to to get the younger teams over and are they they're not giving them any kind of push at all now. Are they going to break them up again at the draft? It's possible, but I hope not. Yeah, I hope not either. I think they Robo T-Bomb. No, let's <laughs> let's hope that Deacon Ro- Batista's no, coming back. No, 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 no. We don't <laughs> want I, if, Hey, I will I will I will I will uh I will uh, campaign for a brother Devon return if Deacon Batista makes a return. <laughs> yeah, let's hope that does not Deacon happen. Drax. That's what it would be. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> wow, we're already off the rails this badly here. What was the next match? The, 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 now, the four-man tag team match opened the show. Yeah, that opened the show. All right. And New Day, they they retained. Yeah, I thought I this, was shocked. Uh, yeah, I need to go back through the notes here. As we're going through them, I can kind of tell you where um, 
where we messed up. Uh, let's see. For that match, we all th- all three of us took the club. Yeah. And I thought I thought this was a surefire way that they were going to get uh, started on a rain or, you know, maybe put on even put it on the VOD villains just to keep them in the mix. But the fact that New Day retained, I thought, was crazy. I was, like I said, I was shocked. I, I couldn't believe it. And there was one thing in the match that I remember, like, it really sticks out. It was a spot where it looked like Enzo messed up again. Because mm-hmm. Kofi was coming off trying to do the uh, the Trouble in Paradise. And I think Enzo was already on his knees, and he just kind of stood up, just threw an arm up and kind of blocked it. Kofi never hit it, but Enzo fell down. And even the commentators were like, I don't think he got all of it, but... uh and then he just Kofi just kind of stood there for a second, staring at him like, I don't know what yeah, to do from I, now. I think, and there's another. Was there something else involving Big Cass where even like it kind of made Doc Gallows look a little lost? I think I can't remember what it was, but yeah, it. it yeah, <laughs> Doc but is like, come on, I Cass. Did, I did yeah. hear uh, on uh, the spotlight, which is my Facebook uh, connection when I'm not actually able to watch live. Uh, I did did see it to say that uh, I did see where they said that uh, there was a lot of sloppy, uh, you know, miscommunication here in this match. So yeah, I I can see where you know what you guys are describing. <laughs> I can see where that would kind of make the match fall apart a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it it's always those small things. Um, but New Day goes over. They're still the tag team champions now. Next night on Raw. You know, I like the whole them interrupting New Day because this is a chance, or in, interrupting Wyatt's. Yeah. This is a chance for the Wyatt's to come over, look strong, beat the hell out of New Day, and walk out tag team champions. Yeah. Did you hear about that yeah, at all, Dan? I agree. Okay. So, uh, next match. Yeah, I, I oh, did. I did see the back half of Raw last night. Um, so I, I, I caught the last half of it, and I enjoyed it. Yeah. First and, time I watched Raw live, and God knows how long. Hey. It was, this hotel's got cable. <laughs> <laughs> and it was interesting because Co- I don't know if it was just like Xavier Woods messing around or something, but he kind of started walking to the ring as in a trance or something. Yeah, like he was hypnotized by him or something. And, and he kind of snapped back into it. So I don't know if that they're trying to give like Bray some Papa Shango <laughs> powers or something <laughs> like that. But, and, um, you know, I, I thought it was pretty cool. And I think, you know, it's fun. It, them, you know, interrupting. Well, there's the gonna White be, family is pretty ballsy. There's going to be a huge swerve on everybody. Xavier Woods is going to actually be Sister Abigail. Oh, there we go. So. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right. So, next match. Baron Corbin defeated Dolph Ziggler. I think I am just really tired of Dolph Ziggler. Man, I said that last week. Uh, well, I'm I mean, just the this feud. I'm not tired of either one of them in particular. Just This is like Orton and Sheamus. You know, a few months back, it's like it's every I, I time lost interest on. in their feud. I mean, I I I really seriously don't want to see any more matches because I feel like they've done everything that they can possibly do. And it's, I think I saw they they mentioned that you know, uh, the it said something like Baron Corbin finally ended you know Dolph Ziggler or something like that. Like they were mm-hmm. that's the end of that feud. They're both moving on to something else. Yeah, let's hope this isn't another. I, I, I certainly hope so. <laughs> Shame- no. Let's hope this isn't sh- the new Sheamus and Orton. Yeah. Oh, it's Sheamus. It's Orton and Sheamus for the Orton, uh, again a fiftieth time. Nadia in our chat room says I'm tired yeah. of seeing Baron versus Dolph, and I I, I agree. I, I'm 
I think I'm just over Dolph completely. I'm not over Dolph. It's just this feud here. Yeah, I like I, I'm not. I'm not over Dolph, and I'm not over Baron. But God, you know, how many times can you do that match? It's it's just going to get boring after the fifth or sixth time, you know. And nothing new has unless, come from it, unless you add a stake to it, or you know, one of them stands to lose something over, you know losing or something you know it, it just doesn't make sense to keep something going like that yeah and it's just let's hope uh let's hope they move something on to baron like maybe when miz comes back they throw start throwing him in the intercontinental title hunt or something along the lines of that or maybe u.s title uh, or something I for some know. reason i want to see a baron corbin feud with randy orton I could see that. That would be cool. I think that would be good, Matt. Because they're both just really cocky and no, just no, no. Their Let's say it right. They're both dickheads. Okay, that's, yeah. That's All what right. that's what they both are. <laughs> but they just so next match. Yeah, who can be a bigger bigger dickhead match? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could get crazy if there was like a dickhead on a pole match. But you know, no, hold on. George asked an interesting question in the chat room. Has Dolph completely morphed into HBK light? No, I'm not. I'm gonna say no. I no, think. I um, think HBK actually won matches. Well, no, and not <laughs> only that, but I think AJ Styles is an HBK light. I would call AJ Styles an HBK light before I called Dolph Ziggler one now because AJ, since he's been on the main roster, is killing it. And we'll get to his match with Cena yeah. here in a bit. But what was the next match on the card? Yeah, Charlotte and Dana Brooke defeated Natalia and Becky Lynch. Where did I write that down? Who do all did we take? Do we? We did. Predict and didn't, didn't Natalia yeah. turn oh. heel on Becky? Yeah, at the that end was of the, match, the yeah. that was probably the most interesting part of that match was seeing Natalia, get, you know, finally get away from this mother character that she has, kind of like on Total Divas, which I just referenced Total Divas. Oh wow! Oh wow! Yeah. And, Off the but, rails. And uh, she, you know, taking out <laughs> Becky after the match. And uh, let's see, uh, I took we both took Flair and Brooke. Dustin actually took Becky and. Natty. Yeah, that's silly, Dustin. Yep, but uh, you know it was an it was an all right <laughs> match. Uh, Dana Brooke, I mean, has not impressed me at all. She was better with uh, with Emma as kind of the outside interference type. Yeah, not actually in a match, but you know she can all. It, it, she's going to be working with Charlotte Flair, so she can only really, really, mm-hmm. she can only get better in my eye. And of course. Uh, Last night on Raw, we saw Sasha Banks make her return. Yes. Oh, yes. And we'll get to that. Let, we'll get to that after we get done going through the matches because I want to talk about that. Mike, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike. Match was okay, I guess. I mean, the it the big thing about it was the, the, you know, when they lost, Natalia just laid out which, Becky. Good for her. I'm f- proud she's going to be in part of a bigger storyline. In the women's division, I mean, it's you know they the, allegedly, allegedly, because there's rumors that she's kind of getting written off and she may be leaving the company because of Tyson Kidd. Oh, well, let me. Hopefully, she'll get something in the end, another run yeah. or something. So, next match, Apollo Cruz defeated Sheamus in the match that nobody remembered. <laughs> well, we all got it right at least. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I. Apollo is just lacking a character. Guy's an awesome worker. Do, can, can do some incredibly athletic things in the ring. He is just, he needs something more than just being a smiling good guy. 
He needs something more than Sheamus. He w- you know what? He would be perfect as a face going for the IC belt when Miz comes back from filming the whatever movie he's Yeah, because he just needs to stick with the whole happy smile guy, you know, all positive and I don't know, it's Naughty in the chat room says Apollo versus Sheamus seems like a pointless feud. And, you know, especially when a couple of weeks earlier Seamus attacks Naughty or not uh, Seamus did not <laughs> attack you, Naughty. I'm sorry. <laughs> but Seamus Seamus attacked Apollo Cruz and a you know, hit him in the back of the head, threw him into some crates, and then four or five minutes later, Apollo comes out bouncing around and, you yeah. know, acting like nothing <laughs> ever hurt him. And it just, that di- it didn't seem like it made sense to me. But still, you know, I really, I like Apollo Crews as a worker because he's just, yeah. for a dude that size, no one should be able to do a backflip onto another human being. <laughs> that, yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, Dan, how many? How he's, many? He's he's built like a brick wall, man, and it, he him, for him to do a backflip is insane, you know. Yeah, he's a, just a straight standing yeah, backflip. Yeah, Seamus. Right. What are they going to do with Seamus for the long term? I mean, is Seamus is going to be a mainstay? I can tell you that. Um, you know, because I was I was actually in the back in Birmingham when Seamus debuted. And I think it was on Superstars or something like that, uh, long before he ever made a main roster debut. And uh, people were just all about him in the back. I mean, they just went nuts about him in the back. I don't, I don't know what the connection is there. Um, you know, I mean, he's he's Irish. He's the only Irish guy they got out there now. So I mean, <laughs> and they, well, I think they, they have signed, something to do with it. I don't know. <laughs> they've signed some big Irish dude to come into NXT soon, so that could be that future for Sheamus could not be looking too well either. But I think, he, they I, could be a tag team. They might have a tag team partner coming up there. And, very you know, true. If they, true. If they sign an Irish guy and have him work his way up through the ranks to Sheamus, then hey, that's a good tag team for them. I think when Sheamus first came in, though, I think he was like Triple H was really backing him. Oh yeah, yeah. I heard that same thing. But I'm, I kind of get the feeling that Sheamus is gonna kind of become Big Show. I can see that. how they use him, you know, he's just kind of in the background. But oh, hey, we need a a bigger guy that can actually fight to get in there and challenge this guy, you know, for a little bit. Let me ask you this: Nadia says this in the chat room. Sheamus is a better as a face. Does he need to be a face? I'd like to see if he was a face. I, 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 I want to see him as a straightforward. I can see him face. as either or, really. I, mean, I want to see him really as a, see him as either or. I want to see him as a straightforward, <laughs> ass kicking face, not not being someone stupid and you know pulling dumb jokes and something like that. He needs to be just a force face. I th- I think mm-hmm. he is better as a face because I'm I'm thinking back and most of the time when he's a heel. I don't care about his matches as much. Yeah. Except when he's like taking a lead pipe over the head of Triple H. That was pretty awesome. Well, yeah. But, you know, anytime somebody beats up Triple H, it's awesome. Well, with a lead pipe, too. So, next match. Uh, It was another small match. AJ Styles and John Cena. No, there there was nothing. (laughs) That match. That match was incredible. You know, AJ and... John Cena, the build-up for this match has been awesome. The, I yeah. thought this match was awesome. Cena doesn't look too comfortable taking a a uh, Styles Clash, though. 
Cena doesn't look comfortable losing. <laughs> Cena doesn't look comfortable. <laughs> Just Cena doesn't look comfortable. Yeah. John <laughs> Nadia says John Cena was calling spots out loud like it was nothing. I think that's part of his shtick by now. It's we got to hear John Cena calling spots. But I still thought it was an awesome match. AJ has been killing it in everything he has done on the main roster. I mean, it was just, I don't know. It was great. We all- I love, I love heel AJ. I love it. Oh yeah. I mean, absolutely. It's, it's, it's gold. It's absolute gold, you know? And if they, if they know what they're doing, they'll drag this feud out to survivor series. I agree. Um, and what do you guys think? Does, uh, Cena win the next two? It kind of depends on how long. Uh, it goes. No, I, th- I I think I think they need to play a numbers game with Cena continuously until Survivor Series. And if if they're thinking long and long term and good enough, they can they can really make something out of this. You know, mm-hmm. um, they can drag it out to where you know Cena is constantly wanting rematches with AJ, and he's wanting wanting a piece of AJ just constantly. And you know AJ is just ducking and dodging or whatnot. You know throwing bullet club members at him, you know. <clears throat> I'm thinking it's eventually so, eventually they're going to, you know, put two other people, you know, smaller guys with John Cena just to help even the numbers, you know, kind of like when you know, it was like a, only like a two or three week thing when like him and Crime Time, you know, back in the day were you know, working together just to help him with the numbers side. Who do you think that'll be? I really don't know oh, right yeah. now. I have a guess. Okay. American Alpha. Uh, all right. That, that, I think that would be a good move for them. That's if yeah. Angle doesn't come back. Oh, man. If Angle comes or, back and brings American <laughs> Alpha, I'm going to. Dude, that. Because we, that, uh, it's, it's, we've already seen like uh, I've already seen like a little news snippet of uh, Kurt Angle saying it was it wasn't a matter of if it was a matter of when. When. Yeah. He comes back. So. Yeah. I think he said he <laughs> talked to Triple H like six months ago. So yeah. let's hope it. I would mm-hmm. love for one more Kurt Angle. Run in the uh, WWE. I've been waiting. But I'd for love, that. Oh. I'd love to see, say, like you know, uh, like you were saying, uh, two more smaller guys, um, you know, coming in for uh, Cena to even odds out, and you say it's like Finn Balor, and you know that's the chance for Finn Balor to turn on Cena and join the club, you know, like they were, oh, it was all along planned out this way, you know. And then that extends the feud for another month or two, yeah. you know, while while Cena's trying to get the numbers game evened out again, you know. And then, the, and then, like I said, in the Survivor Series, you have a Survivor Series match, you know, Bullet Club members versus John Cena's bunch. Versus the C-Nation. Yep. Oh, God, please don't say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next match. Uh, Money in the Bank ladder match. We all know who won. Oh man, that that yeah. that was a sick ladder match. It that was, was probably one of the best ladder matches or best Money in the Bank matches since in a, in a long time. Yeah, I mean, I saw probably the last five minutes of it, and what I saw was pretty amazing. And I've seen some I've seen some snippets of uh, what Cesaro and other guys did during the match, but you know, the, it's just a it's just. <laughs> It takes some balls to get in there, three ladders, and just knock the hell out of each other, and, or slam. It, and a bump on a ladder alone would make me just be like, "Nope, sorry, not doing it." <laughs> the, <laughs> the worst bump, oh, though. I already know which one you're going to say is when he took it on the side of the. Yeah. Oh my god, that just <laughs> when Kevin Owens took it on the the side of the ladder. 
You know, it was laid down on the Ooh. mat, but it was laid up on its side. And Kevin Owens took full... Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, that looks so painful. Yeah. Was a, what was it, a Michinoku driver? Yeah, that Sami oh. Zayn gave him. Oh, that looked just so... Oh, God. So painful. That's that... um. That uh, that six move Cesaro did where he jumped off the ladder, did a springboard European uppercut. Oh, that was beautiful. Was that? Uh, he I, is I just, saw that one. That was gorgeous. Yeah. He is just a very graceful guy in the air. I mean, everything he does is just crisp. It looks great, and it, it, my jaw dropped when he did that. Yeah. Um, trying to think of any it, other. <laughs> it seemed like okay when they when they had the ladder in the center, and then they eventually laid down two ladders from the corners onto the steps. So, like, the whole ring was filled up with the ladders, basically. It seemed like there was going to be more to that. Did it not? Mm-hmm. But it just got, it's like it didn't play out or something. Or right. Once they got it up there, they're like, yeah, it looks cool, but I, well, we don't know what to do from here. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> but it's, it's still. <laughs> still. Either that or they laid them all out in a design and told everybody, hey, get up to the top of the ladder and look down. Doesn't that look pretty? <laughs> <laughs> so this was this was probably the best Money in the Bank ladder match since it's since the inception of this match. Just because I loved yeah. it. I loved yeah. everyone in it. You know, I thought Del, B- Del Rio looked really good in it. I, every, every character was awesome and it just was beautiful. I'm surprised they did it so late. Yeah. I mean, I know it's like, you know, the the name of the pay-per-view. I mean, it's it's like, yeah. you know, quote-unquote, the, the title match. Match, you know, of, of the pay-per-view. So, you, it was smart to put it on late if they did put it on late enough, you know. It, yeah. it, it made people watch and keep watching the pay-per-view. And I really, they didn't know which match was going to be next. So. And I was thinking, like, the later it got before that match was on, it was almost taken away. It's like, okay, well, if they – if they keep pushing it back really late, then whoever wins is not going to cash in. And I'm wondering mm-hmm. if they did that intentionally because typically they'll have a ladder match, you know, one of the first matches, and then they've got time to rest, and then you know, you'll forget about them or whatever. Uh, right. Uh, Nadia in the chat room says, "You know, I feel like people don't like Roman wrestling because they feel it's repetitive, but so is Cesaro." Hmm. You know, I. I thought Roman killed it, and we uh, we can get we'll get to that match in just a little bit. I thought Roman killed it this in this pay per view. Funny story on the ladder match: both of you guys took Ambrose, I took Owens, mm-hmm. but in the Styles Cena, both of y'all took Cena, I took Styles. Yeah, huh? Funny how that works out. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Next match: Rusev and Titus O'Neil for the U.S. title. This match was all right. I liked it. The best part of it was Rusev after the match getting heat by talking crap to Titus's kids. Yeah. I love uh, that's And I will fully agree that was the best part of the match. I mean, it's just it's not They've even, unleashed on Rusev, you know. They've they've really taken the reins off of him for the, to try to make him a monster again. And I love the extra mile that he goes to talking smack on Twitter, talking smack on the camera, talking smack and out, you know, when he's kicking somebody's ass, you know. I love that they've unleashed him that way because that's what needs to happen to make him a monster again. Yeah, I agree. Um, I even liked the uh, the fight they had the next night on Raw, where it's just some may say it was sloppy, but I thought it was actually a pretty good fight between Rusev and Titus fighting yeah. through the crowd and stuff like that. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, as far as match, yeah, the most memorable thing from that match was uh, Rusev. Was the post-match, to- was, yeah. And, 
You know, I saw a lot of jokes about Titus kissing his kid on the lips or something like that. Everyone was making a big deal about that, too. Like, okay. That's, yeah, okay. If that's what you're choosing to pull out from this, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah. we, we knew Rusev was going to win. So Yeah, yeah. That I mean, was probably the match. Probably the one of the top three easiest pulls on this card right. to make. I mean, we knew we knew Rusev was going to win. We knew Cruz was going to win. We knew Corbin was going to win. So <laughs> we did not know New Day was going to win. Yeah, none of us had any <laughs> idea. I I thought the smartest thing would have been move <laughs> would have been put the club over. I mean, yeah. And welcome to our chat room and share the word because we always have a live show going when we record. It usually starts around six p.m. Central. And it is M-I-X-L-R dot com slash oversell podcast. Tell your friends, tell them to tell their friends and so on and so forth. Usually we only have one person in the chat room, <laughs> our buddy George. And now we've got 15 listeners in there, which. And George likes people. He's George, a people person. <laughs> George is happy. He doesn't have to do That's all the awesome. typing. <laughs> so welcome all of our new live listeners. Also, be sure to subscribe on iTunes. Uh, we are um, oversell podcast on iTunes. Just do a search while you're doing it. Do a f- quick five star review. Mike, I don't see any other matches on this card except for the main event. The main event, and this match I thought was awesome. I thought it was a great match. I th- and it, and it was both performers <coughs> did it. I thought were awesome. Some of the spots were just great. That spear into uh, uh, um, uh, a modified pedigree. Yeah, that was badass because we I've never that seen anything like, yeah. like that before. And it was if just, he could have only hooked that other arm, but I mean, there's only so much you can do when there's a uh, right 250 uh, pound guy. I'm not even going to nitpick it that yeah. far. I mean, that was just that was just a badass spot. And I thought, you know, I'm t- I I don't want to hear people saying Ro- Reigns can't wrestle. And because right now he just can't wrestle for 30 days. Well, I wasn't even gonna joke about <laughs> it. <laughs> so, but I, I, and then there, I think there was one time a cr- crowd chanted. You still can't wrestle, like so. He could wrestle for five minutes, or you know, are you that much of a yeah smarky McSmark Smark tr- crowd that you have it's, to it's, that's, go ahead, Dan. I hate Smarks for that very reason. I hate Smarks for that very reason. Is like they they don't appreciate what somebody does, you know, you know, and I appreciate what Roman does, you know. Because I've been there. I've been in the ring trying to get over and trying to get a reaction out of the crowd and everything. So I appreciate everything he does. People don't realize how good of a worker he actually is. You know, everybody serves their purpose, you know, in in the wrestling world, you know. And just because the Smarks don't like him doesn't mean, you know, the kids don't like him. Doesn't mean there aren't girls out there that like him. Doesn't mean there aren't guys out there like me that appreciate what he does that likes him. You know, me personally, I like all three guys that came in that part of the shield. I love all three of them. I love all watching all three of them work. Um, I mean, they all have all three have different types of styles and everything. Ambrose is the brawler. You got Seth Rollins. He's got the aerial uh, aerial assaults like crazy. You know, and then you got the brawn of the pack. You got you know uh, Roman Reigns. You know, so every, each each one of them brings something different to the table. Mm-hmm. And I agree. so, you know, it's always, it's the fact that nobody likes Roman, it boggles my mind sometimes because Roman, he's showing them what he can do constantly. Mm-hmm. And yet, he'll spit right in his face. 
And you know? I don't I don't even think so, it's so much it's, that. I think it's just it's the cool thing to do now. That's exactly in crowds, what it is. You know, that's exactly yeah, yeah, Roman Reigns. You know, one crowd did it, and each each town tries to one up that you know the previous one, and it's, and it's just become, the cool thing. I almost think it's become more of a thing just to get under Vince's skin more than it has. Just that, you know what? Yeah. That, that is exactly right. And George in the chat room says Roman can wrestle. It's such a stupid chant. I don't agree with Roman being the top guy. That but that dude is extremely talented. And then Nadia says I don't get people cheering. You can't wrestle. However, you bought the ticket to see him wrestle Rollins. That's exactly yeah. right, Nadia. You yeah, you paid your money to see Roman Reigns take on Seth Rollins in the main event. Uh, Seth Rollins goes over clean. It, my jaw dropped yeah. when that happened. Two pedigrees. That second one, I was like, he's not going to kick out of two pedigrees, is he? And he did not. <laughs> and I, my eyes got wide and my jaw dropped. Like, what is going on here? And then the mm-hmm. music hits. Yeah. It sounded a lot better than that. But yeah, yeah, I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, I can't get the theme down. But Dean Ambrose comes, clocks Seth Rollins with the money in the bank briefcase. briefcase yeah. It puts Rollins down and then... Dirty Deeds. Dirty Deeds. And I was like, that's qu- that quick. One, two, and three. The one, two, three. And your new champion is Dean Ambrose. I thought that was a hell of a finish to that pay-per-view. I th- it was an all right show. Some of the matches kind of drug on, but I get why they did it. They yeah. wanted people <laughs> to – they didn't want the main event missed because of the basketball championship. Right. So, and apparently, like, did you see what Kevin Love did? Yeah. He was did wearing he an stone, Austin 316. And did the Stone Cold and, yeah. stuff. Uh, Bob in our chat room says, I wish they would allow some smarky guy who thinks Roman can't wrestle to get in the ring with him for two minutes. Well, well, here's the thing, Bob. I'd love to get one of those smarks in the ring for two seconds. <laughs> well, here's the thing, Bob. They don't condone murder because that's what would happen. <laughs> but, you know, go to the – you know, as a fan, go to these wrestling shows. Don't try to get yourself over – over on the wrestlers it's it's a show go be entertained chant you know you can do the let's go cena cena sucks i mean that's fun you know go chant for dean ambrose or whatever and but don't don't go and say roman can't wrestle because if he couldn't wrestle they wouldn't have signed him in the dota v yeah exactly so well that is it for the money in the bank card i was tallying everything up here are the final scores for how everyone did all right dustin five star got five matches right Imagine that. Five. I didn't even put that together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wolf Mike got five matches right. Derek got five matches right. It's all because of Dustin. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, you. you know, you got. we all missed on the club. Dustin missed on the tag team match, the women's tag match. We all nailed... Uh, I'm not going to say we all nailed Corbin. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> we all got the Corbin, Cruz, and Rusev match right. You guys took Ambrose. I took Styles. And then we all got the title match wrong. Yeah. Because we all said Reigns was walking out the title. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> and we didn't even know about the other two matches. Yeah. <laughs> we did, did, we, did we do the pre-show matches? Um, they're pre-show matches. Yeah. They, George in the chat room says, I'll only wrestle Sasha. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Uh, Nadia says Roman actually looked pissed last night at Raw when they was cheering you can't wrestle I think he was trying to ignore it but he couldn't and Bob says yeah that's one thing I hate about the more smart in quotation cities like Philly and Brooklyn where the crowd thinks they are a better show than the in ring product 
And uh, George says, Nadia, I actually love that Roman acknowledged the crowd. It was so heelish. You know, yeah, you know, and I thought they're t- what they were trying to do, but in the end it seems like they're still trying to keep Roman as a baby face, Seth as the heel, and then Ambrose, is, of course, as a baby face. They're really sticking to their guns with all that. I know. it's it, <laughs> Vince is just fighting that tooth I just, and nail. I, I don't understand how they thought that Seth Rollins coming back would be booed. Well, you know, if, if done right, he could have been. The problem was, was that damn uh, twenty WWE twenty four show. I that, don't even think that, it was that. No, it's, that's what it was. It doesn't make any sense. You want Seth to get booed? Don't put that special on there because you know you watch that and then you're going to start sympathizing. With I mean, him. I agree with that, but everybody knew that when Seth Rollins came back, he was going to be cheered, and then. You put him immediately against Roman Reigns, which I understand why, but you want somebody to, <laughs> you want the crowd to boo Seth Rollins against Roman Reigns when the cool thing to do is boo Roman Reigns. Yeah, it's. I don't see why they even went that route. Uh, you know, it's, it's just Vince holding on to those guns just a tad bit. Yeah. Time. Raw the next night. <laughs> I, know, I just, had a, I just had a thought. It was like, uh, you're you're out in the middle of the crowd and you're like. And your mom's like looking at you, going, "Well, if everybody else is booing Roman Reigns, are you going to boo Roman Reigns?" Like, yeah, mom. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, let's take a quick break. I got to reset the Mixler chat room, um, so it'll pause for just a sec, and we will be right back. This is the Oversell Podcast. Welcome back to the Oversell Podcast. And, uh, Dan, you didn't get to tell us your Twitter handle earlier when I did our housekeeping. Where can folks find you? On the Twitter. I am uh, at one dangerous Dan, all spelled out. And I'm on uh, Facebook, Dangerous Dan Matthews. Cool. Well, Brawl this week, um, I thought I thought this was one of the better Raws. Uh, you know, some highlights. That pop got that uh, Sasha Banks got. When she came back after that, when when she came back and attacked Charlotte and Dana Brooke, oh, I yeah. mean that was <laughs> that music. <laughs> Derek, our resident jukebox. <laughs> I mean that was awesome uh, seeing her come back, and I'm glad Who's she's the back. There, Mike? <laughs> uh, you know, uh, AJ Styles forced the club into apologizing to John Cena for interrupting their match. Which That's I, such a great, such a great heel promo. I loved every minute of that. That was such a great heel promo, you know. Which Mike, I mean, it was obvious he was just being, you know, over, you know. It was, he was going over the top with it, you know. It was so blatantly obvious, you know. He wasn't even trying to be like a real nice guy about it, you know. It was all just, you know, kind of like the uh, the the uh, condescending parent voice, kind of, you know. Right. Right. <laughs> Mike, I, I loved every second of that. What did you think about the club getting involved in that match at at, um, at Money in the Bank? We knew it was going to happen. Oh, we had, yeah. But you know, it, it's going to happen from now on. You know, oh, yeah, absolutely. it's obviously going to happen from now on. Um, I mean, if they if they want any kind of you know notoriety of this, uh, you know, the club as far as a faction goes. You know, they need to make them an unstoppable force, an unstoppable team, and they need to make it a numbers game any time any one of them are in the ring. I agree. Yeah. I completely agree. <clears throat> um, 
George uh, is Sasha a healer face Nadia ass because everybody just loves her and George says she's a face now because no one would boo her. Which you know <laughs> it's it's cra- you know it's crazy is Dean Ambrose opens the show, and who would have thought your world heavyweight champion that's a face is getting cheers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's just because it Roman Reigns wasn't. And you deserve it, champ. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and but. It's not. They're not cheering Dean just because he's Dean. They're cheering him because he's a babyface Dean. No, I think they're really because of the way fans and you know the crowds are nowadays. They were cheering mainly because Roman Reigns didn't See, have the title. I, I, I think they're As actually Seth Rollins would have got the same exact reaction when he came out. He would have gotten some booze out of the people though. I firmly maybe believe that. two kids, <laughs> maybe maybe the two kids in there. <laughs> John Cena beer can shirt, yeah. <laughs> like seeing kids. I I I, I thought I was I thought that is crazy that they are selling a PBR a PBR shirt with John Cena on it to kids. I just I don't know why that that drives me nuts, but it's you know never give up and just have a pet PBR. I guess is what exactly, the term yeah. is. If you feel like giving up, drink a PBR. If you sure won't. If your parents tell you you're too young to drink, never give up. There you go. I like it. I like it. <laughs> I could see like parents ordering that shirt and then like handing it to their kid, not even taking it out of the box, and the kid comes in there wearing it and they're like, Well, what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> the pop for Rollins winning winning wasn't even half the pop Ambrose got when he pinned Rollins at Money in the Bank, and that was from George in the chat room, which yeah, I agree with that. Have you seen the new club logo? Yeah. That looks badass. I love the little um, Asian sun bandana on it. Yeah, that was that. It looks really damn cool. I concur. Uh, what other highlights did we get from Raw? But the return of the Wyatts. Yeah, that was awesome. Even if they got interrupted by the New Day, and like we said earlier, Xavier Woods kind of went into some trance, and he's Sister Abigail now. Maybe he's uh, <laughs> Sister Brother Abigail. <laughs> Uh, well, okay. There, there, there's a backwoods joke there, but yeah, I'm not. I don't think we should <laughs> venture that far. But I still think I, I would. It would be interesting if that wasn't just the new day doing something to be funny. If they just did it, you know, to actually show that Bray Wyatt has some. I mean, I'm glad paranormal power. I, I'm glad that Wyatts are back, but it was a really odd pairing to put them. You know, to tease basically the feud of against uh new day i mean i understand you know at some point they're going to go for the the tag titles but man these are two really contrasting styles and just whenever they have a match for the tag team titles it should be a squash match with the wyatts just completely demolishing them yeah the first match at least (laughs) and the new day not expecting it you know because they're Maybe they're kind of big-headed because they've been the tag longest reigning tag team champions since x amount of years or something like that, but the Wyatts come in and it forces them to look back at themselves like, yo, these guys are serious. All right, now now, now looking ahead at this, and, I mean, we obviously they're setting up for them to feud. Who are they going to, you know, let's say the Wyatts win, are they still doing the free bird rule for them? I would would say so. Because I was going to ask, you know, who, what pair actually wins the tag titles? I think Bray would have to be a part of them. I think Bray and Bray and Rowan, and then just have Strowman as the as the outside, right. you know, 
because he's a big intimidating figure on the outside of the ring. So when you throw someone out or something, <laughs> you always, you know, have to right. look out for the 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 seven foot tall dude that looks like Ogre from the Revenge of the Nerds movies. <laughs> Dan, what do you think? Nerds. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, I, I, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm pretty interested in where this feud might go. Yeah, I don't know. it's got me interested. You know, I liked the promo last night that uh, Bray was cutting, and then uh, you know, New Day comes out there and interrupts and everything, and you know, raises some eyebrows. You know, something new, something different. George says that faction should be the Balor Club, which, yeah, that's gonna that's gonna happen here soon at, at the last three pay-per-views according to you shut up Just, <laughs> and actually it was in my predictions that that's yep. why aj won so but yeah i'm really excited in that feud <clears throat> i'm really excited that aj and cena are going to continue their feud yeah. um and uh yeah i mean it, on that uh, i can't really think of anything else that really stuck natalia out in my head. continued the, the natalia heel, the heel as a heel um which i'd added to uh, i think she had she almost attacked, uh, or she did attack Becky. Yeah. At Raw, uh, Rusev continued. Titus came out, like we said earlier. I loved Titus coming out in that fight they had. Um, Enzo and Cass when they came out, I loved the interaction Enzo had with Shane. Oh yeah. The little foot tap. <laughs> yep. That was great. And then seeing them walk, run back and forth. Enzo is so fun to watch. Enzo just he oh, makes God, the show yeah. fun. <laughs> and it's just. It's just, uh, you know, it's just, it's just funny, and you know, it seems like they're Steph and Shane are fighting over who controls SmackDown. And that's kind of odd. Yeah, isn't that weird? Or, or am I just kind of? It was good to see People Power return. Because you know, he said, you know, he was telling Laronitis when he came out there in the bright red suit. Yeah, did you see <coughs> the tweet I sent out about that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what did he ask for? Color of the suit, the color of brother loves face. <laughs> 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 but like he told Laronitis directly, he's like, you know, I'm gonna run SmackDown. Hey, where are the white women at? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna try to start that again. Oh no, please. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know, Shane said he was gonna run SmackDown, but then later on when he was talking to Jericho, you know, he's telling Jericho, he's like, you know, I'm running both shows, so you know. So it's gonna be interesting to see how how they decide. Who gets what show? Right, but I, I do. Th- I do like the fact that they're bringing back old GMs. Yeah, that you know, I got it. Like I said, that that damn red suit with white, bright white <laughs> shoes. It looked like cousin Eddie. You know, got bleached his hair and got a new <laughs> red suit with those damn white shoes. <laughs> and the only thing and I was missing I, was. I think I, I think I'm pretty sure I I'm, I know who uh, who had to go get that suit. <laughs> <laughs> and buy it for laryngitis to wear it. <laughs> you know, I, the only thing that was missing was Santino calling him Mr. Laryngitis. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, who was it that called him that, though? Somebody called him that. Enzo called him that. Yeah, Enzo boy. called him was that. It, yeah. Was it? Okay. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I must have missed that. Yeah. And when he came out, it was Johnny Laryngitis. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see where they go with the tag titles with Bray Wyatt mm-hmm. and... The new day and what they do with Enzo and Cass from there. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. I guess we can go into get in, start getting into some news and notes here. Um, it's going to be interesting to see 
Uh, and I'm not going to make any light of the fact of what happened with Roman <laughs> Reigns. You know, he knows what happened. WWE knows what happened. That's between them. He's owned up to it. He owned up to it. He apologized to it. Um, and, you know, now he's going to pay his penance. He's going to pe- take his, you know, he's get, he's got his 30 days. I think it sucks that he got suspended. But if he did something he shouldn't have, he, sh- he did something he shouldn't yeah, have. Yeah, they, they didn't play favorites. Been. Right, I mean, this is a big guy on the <laughs> roster, and this is a sign. This is a signal to the locker room that it's not going to be tolerated. Um, but it's going to be interesting mm-hmm. to see if they keep him in the main event for Battleground. Yeah, because I mean, technically, it's his thirty, 30 days, days will be up prior to but, that pay per view, and you can't build a triple threat match when one of the biggest parts is not going to be a, in, in in any of the build, unless you're Brock Lesnar with Paul Heyman. Well, that's because you can send Paul Heyman in right. there. I mean, Roman Reigns doesn't have a Paul Heyman on his side. No. But uh, it's just it's a terrible situation. <coughs> you know, I think Dustin Five Star on Twitter was getting a little upset because people kept making all these jokes. I mean, they were flying around Twitter, and, you know, of course that's going to be – I saw Crying Jordan face yeah. on Roman. I saw, you know, all sorts of ones with pills and stuff like that. I mean, it's just the Internet's going to do things like that when stuff like this happens. But honestly, I'm, I'm, I don't think Reigns is going to be in this match now. And honestly, I don't think it should have been a triple threat at this pay-per-view anyway. Mm-hmm. I think they should have well, prolonged see, I mean, it. What, 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 how are they going to keep him on screen? Because they can't. Yeah. If he's suspended, you can't be on screen. Right. So this changes the main event. It <laughs> Oh, absolutely. But I don't see how they can keep him in the main event and then say, Oh yeah, he could be on screen but he's suspended. Right. Yeah. You can't you can't keep him out of sight, out of mind for thirty days straight and then all of a sudden Oh yeah, we forgot you're in the main event. Right. Now he's 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 probably gonna show up during the main event and interfere. That'd be you know, I could see that but happening. I think that's the way it should have been to start out with. Does Triple H replace him? No. No I, I think it's going to be straight up, you know, one on one in this. I, I think they're going <laughs> to replace him. I don't think they will, because, but you know, going back to what I was saying, I don't think it should have been a triple threat at Battleground anyway. I think they could have saved that one more month and made that the main event at SummerSlam. And honestly, I don't think you pull the trigger on the triple threat at Battleground. And I think a triple threat could could have happened without Dean Ambrose having to cash in. I'm kind of upset. I wasn't a big fan of Dean Ambrose cashing in the same night he won because that's a long-term storyline that you do not have now going into the months where you need something. Like Kevin Owens with that briefcase would have been gold. The promos, the fake cash in. I have to point this out, though, too. Uh, Kayfabe News ran a fake news article saying, you know, <laughs> uh, why did why did Dean Ambrose cash in so early? And they, they, you know, of course it was a fake news article, and they were quoting him as saying, you know, he just didn't want to carry around that damn briefcase all over the time. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, what does he – they, uh, he – an interview with like ABC and uh, wherever they were at, you know, he he did an inter- he did a TV interview with uh, them with somebody the next day, and that was exactly what he said, <laughs> <laughs> word word for word. He said it, you know, on the air that you know he goes, you know, I I I lose my keys, you know, oh, I lose this, I lose that, you know. I would lose that damn money in the bank briefcase if I had to haul it around for six months to a year. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny, Dan. They showed him pulling into Raw, and it said earlier today, 
And when the cab pulled up, he got out of it, and he almost left the WWE World Heavyweight Championship in the back seat of yeah. the cab. He had to say, hold up, wait, wait, wait. And then, <laughs> so it's kind of funny that that happened, and then they do that on Raw. So maybe that's just uh, Dean playing into the internet. Yeah. That may be. But, um, <laughs> you know, I'm still – I like having the money in the bank around. Like, like I said, Kevin Owens would have cut some golden promos. Right. Would have been promos, nothing but money. About holding that briefcase, you know, I, him teasing the crowd on a, and then not doing it, or stuff like that. He would have been perfect for that role. That's why I picked him to win. I thought, as a for a long term storyline, there's no better winner than Kevin Owens. Now he's still young, so he could, you know, he next year. I think next year he has to win. Money see, in the bank. See, I don't mind Ambrose cashing in. We all, I mean, I predicted he, that he was. He said you know, he was I, going I to. That, yeah, I mean they they already had teased it. But I think he's the only one that I would have been okay, really, of cashing in. You know, if anybody of Owens, like you said, would have won it, no, it wouldn't have really made sense for him to cash right, in or anybody else in that match. But because of who was already fighting for the title, you know, it was perfect opportunity to to pull the trigger on all three of these guys. I completely agree. <laughs> yeah, I, I uh, you know, I've got to agree with you guys. They, they pulled the trigger way too early on this triple threat, but I got to yeah. say this too. They may have already known that Roman Reigns was going to be suspended after all. Yeah, that that's the rumor that I had. That's the rumor that um yeah, that they knew well before this main event and still put him in. Yeah. So, you know, they they pull the trigger on it and they see what the reaction is just to see if they may want to pull the trigger on it at a later date, you know. Keep him out of the main event at Battleground and you know I that to me, that's a WrestleMania main event. You know, that really yeah. that that would that could be up there with a WrestleMania main event. The three former members of the Shield and a triple threat for the for the uh, world title. And that's what I was thinking. But you know, SummerSlam would be okay because that's the second biggest pay per view of the year. Mm-hmm. And I can see. I mean, I don't know if you had read or not. I know we talked about it last week, but they have announced that SummerSlam will be four hours again this year. Shit! Wow. Yeah. Well, let's hope the SmackDown doesn't go to three hours. Pre-show starts at noon. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> hey, let's get over to Derek's house by noon so he can start cooking in time for the pay-per-view to start. Um, some more news and notes. Uh, for those that don't know, Jerry Lawler is suspended indefinitely from the WWE due to an arrest for a domestic dispute in his home over the weekend after the ironically named Night in the Slammer Wildfire yeah. Wrestling Show. And it's a sad situation. I really don't want to spend too much time on it because I think they're doing court in July. And, you know, it's just sad that this situation yeah, hasn't I'd, come up if you listen to both sides. Only, only Lauren only Lauren and King know what happened, you know. Right. Exactly. And nobody else does. And speculation run wild on the Internet. I absolutely hate it because I know King. I know for a fact he has not t- touched a drop of liquor in God knows how long. I don't think ever. Or, you know, and... I don't think he he does not smoke. He does not drink. Yeah. He doesn't uh, you know he doesn't do drugs. He's he's a straight up dude when it comes to that you know, um, and I I can I can vouch for it you know he and he doesn't like it when you know other people do around him really you know it's it's kind of a it it, it kind of you know messes with him when other people drink and get around him really so um, you know it's. I respect the hell out of King. You know, I, I, I've heard one version of events that I believe uh, what happened. 
but well, know, he did but he, again. I don't want to speculate or anything like that. You um, know. Well, he did. Um, he he called into the Cerrito live show Saturday and did tell his mm-hmm. side of the story. Um, I'm kind of hoping that that's the right side of the story, but is that the side of the story where he's he was just trying to keep keep her from driving drunk? Yes. Yeah. And that was his own words yeah. on Cerrito yeah. I, live. I, I believe whole. I believe wholeheartedly that's what happened, that he was literally just trying to keep her from, you know, driving drunk, you know. Yes. Um, so, but, you know, the the judge ordered them for them to stay apart, you know. So and that's probably we'll, – We'll that's, see what happens when they get back in court, I guess. Yep. We just – I just hope it ends well for everyone involved in the yeah. situation. Um, the King is is my, one of my childhood heroes, and I would hate to see something like this, you know, affect his legacy. So, oh yeah. So we. I, I don't. Just, I don't think. It, I don't think it will. I, I. I really do. I think he'll. I think he'll come out cleared on the other end of this. You know. Um, but you know, again, it's up to the judge. So. Mike, more news and news and notes. Yeah, the WWE is reaching out to major names in hopes that they can sign them for the brand split. Yep. And some of the names that they have listed. Goldberg, mm. Rey Mysterio, mm. Jeff Hardy, mm. Carlito, Yay, MVP, mm. Stevie Richards. Now see, mm. oh yeah, well, we we got a spot for all these guys, but you know, Cody Rhodes, Damian Sandow, we got. Oh for yeah, them. And yeah, yeah, and the biggest one, Kurt Angle. I, I really hope the Kurt Angle one happens, and you know. I they have to be kind of trying to figure out what it's going to take to get Ricochet out of his um, Lucha Underground deal because I th- I think they want him in oh, NXT. Yeah. That's going to be another AJ Styles, uh, you know, too much money to resist contract. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but I think he I know he has a deal signed for Lucha Underground for so long, and I th- he probably has some sort of a two year deal with New Japan Pro Wrestling. Right. So we'll see how that works. I, you know, I just think that's the next big guy, the big, next big indie guy they're going to try to bring in. You know, and they got, you got the cruiserweight classic coming up this month, which is going to be awesome. There's so much talent mm. in it. Tajiri, I'm excited to see him back in the WWE ring. Zack Saber Jr., Drew Gulak, uh, who else? T- Akira Tozawa, and so many other more, more names. T- of course, Tommaso Ciampa. And Johnny Gargano mm-hmm. and all those guys. I mean, it's good. There's this Cruiserweight Classic is going to be a great, great thing on the WWE yeah. Network. That's cut. You've got that coming up this month. Lucha Underground has um, Ultimate Lucha, Ultimate Lucha Dose coming up, and the main event is going to be Pentagon Junior taking on Matanza for the Lucha Underground Heavyweight Championship. That match is going to be badass. He won this. Uh, what do they call it? The six to survive or something like that match. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude is just awesome. He's already cutting his promos saying, I'm Pentagon Jr. and I have zero miedo, zero fear. I mean, I cannot wait to watch Ultimate Lucha Dose. On Sling TV, L- <laughs> on the El Rey Network, I think it's like 20 bucks a month if it's not part of your cable package. Unfortunately, I do not have K- or I don't have El Rey TV. Thanks, DirecTV. So. <laughs> Uh, any other news and notes? <laughs> Big news and notes you want to go over, Mike? Uh, if I haven't mentioned this, I'm really wanting Kurt Angle to come back to WWE. Well, we, we yeah, we got that. Okay, okay. We, I, I we, just didn't know if I said that or not. We've got past that. I, okay. I thought we both wanted to happen. Did, so did, we, uh, did, 
Did Mike mention he wanted Kurt Angle back? I'm about to hang up on you. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, we're about did, to do. Did, did I mention I want Kurt Angle back? <laughs> <laughs> so, folks, in the chat room, just so you know, we're about to do a Memphis Wrestling Memory Moment. We have a book here that is available on MemphisWrestlingHistory.com. The guy's name, the writer's name is Mark James. He is a famous Memphis wrestling historian. We like to go back and read some of these cards. Um, through uh, Mark James and his book, and just to go follow him on Twitter, I think it's at Memphis Wrestling or Memphis History or Memphis Wrestling, something like that. Mark James is awesome. He's a very nice guy. I got to meet him at the Roundhouse Revival. Dan got to be introduced, and we're going to bring him in at some point on the show. And uh, I want to relive. I want to re-talk about or talk about the Andy Kaufman era of Memphis wrestling. I think that'd be a fun discussion one episode. They but, got to they got to tour the Coliseum here a few yep, weeks ago. Did we, y'all we, we had Dustin Five Star on last week and he got to talk about it. Because he was with yeah, Mark James. Uh, I was I was uh, on uh, Facebook Live watching them go through the Coliseum and that was pretty Yeah. I was pretty watching cool. it I was watching it right there with you, brother. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's it's uh it's really cool. I really hope they get to save this building but while I'm reading this Memphis wrestling moment, we also like to do um, Superstar of the Week and go ahead and start posting your Superstars of the Week in the tr- in the chat room. Uh, I am going to give a rule this week. You cannot say Roman Reigns or his dealer or something like that. There are no Roman Reigns jokes allowed for Superstar of the Week George. this week. <laughs> while I'm reading this Memphis me- wrestling moment, go ahead and give me your Superstar of the Week, and I will read it out loud on the air. Monday, June 19th, 8 p.m., Mid-South Coliseum. We had Wayne Ferris taking on the Bounty Hunter. The Alaskan. Well, I know who Wayne Ferris is, don't you? Who's Wayne Ferris? That's the Honky Tonk Man. Honky Tonk. Okay, okay. Uh, Marvel Austin? Norvell Austin. Norvell Austin. Norvell yeah. Austin. There you Versus go. Tommy Gilbert and Pork Chop Cash. Pork Chop. Uh, handicap match. Hans Schroeder versus. Mike Hendricks and Steve Brody. Special challenge, Mac. Rocky Johnson, father of the rock, versus Joe LaDuke with Sonny King. And the main event, special coal miners glove tag match. Okay. (laughs) How did that work? Did everyone have a coal miners glove? I don't know. Glove tag match. A coal miners glove tag match. It was Bill Dundee and Jimmy Valant versus Frankie Lane and Mike Boyer with Gorgeous George Jr. What year was this? Wow. Uh, you can Nadia, if your superstar of the week was Roman Reigns, it, you can you're allowed to pick him as long, but you can't make a joke about him being suspended <laughs> or his drug dealer. Or that, you, or you can, and I just won't tell Derek. Well, I'm reading him, so. You can't read. <laughs> so the the results for that card: Lane Boyer win. The tag team of Frankie Lane and Mike Boyer defeated Bill Dundee and Jimmy Valiant, Mercy Daddy, in a coal miners glove match last night in professional wrestling action at the Mid South Coliseum. And other matches before and now. Um, honestly, I think the coal miners glove match, if I remember correctly, there's a coal miners glove which is supposed to be like all heavy and loaded with whatever a pole. And the first person to get to it can use it as a legal weapon. But I don't know. I've seen it done different ways. But that's that's my version of a coal miner's glove match. In other matches, before an estimated crowd of 4,000 people, 4,000 people, 
Joe LaDuke won by disqualification over Dick the Bruiser. The Bounty Hunter beat Kojak. The team of Tommy Gilbert and Porkchop Cash defeated the Alaskan and El Diablo. Hans Schroeder won in a handicap match over Steve Brody and Mike Kendricks, and John Louie defeated or bested Steve Kyle. So it sounds like there's a big mix-up on that card. Or you read the wrong one. No, it's because it was <laughs> they. No, it said it. Okay, the damn, okay. I believe. Cold, there's the only one with coal miners glove match. <laughs> Unless I got, yeah, yeah, that was the right one. Well, I can tell you this: if one person doesn't show up to a car, they can't screw the whole thing up. <laughs> yep. yep, seen that before in some shows I've been to. Well, folks, yep. uh, so folks in the chat room, I'm, we can go ahead and do Superstar of the Week. At, we like to end every episode. So, Mike, Dan, ask you who is your Superstar of the Week? <laughs> How does that sound on the phone? It sounds even weirder over the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, superstar it's, of the week. Uh, it, it still sounds the same, but it's so funny hearing it over the phone instead of being there live and actually listening to it. <laughs> Mike, superstar of the week. Go ahead, Mike. I'm busy laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going the obvious one, Dean Ambrose. Okay. Mike or Dan? Yeah, I'll, uh, I've got two. Uh, AJ for the uh, heel on Raw and Dean Ambrose for, uh, you know, okay. sticking out um, there and, you know. Okay. I'm going to go to our chat room. Nadia says, Superstar of the Week, Roman. I wouldn't make any jokes, but kids, he's my current favorite superstar. Awesome. Sweet. Bob Hazelwood, Superstar of the Week, the guy on the network that bleeped Austin, Steve Austin. <laughs> <laughs> And George, Superstar of the Week, Sasha. She saved the women's division in three minutes. Less than that if you count the pop errors when she, as soon as she walked out. My Superstar of the Week, I'm going to go with AJ Styles. Um, I think it, he just added another impressive match to his resume here that's been in the WWE. He's done nothing but kill it, and he's, and he's going to keep on doing it. Uh, George says his honorable mention is Dan. Although he might be a stranger, we miss him a little. <laughs> Anyone else in the chat room want to give us their superstar of the week? We've got a couple more minutes. I'll go ahead and uh, uh, I'll go ahead and wrap everything up here. Be sure you're following us on Twitter at Oversell Podcast, Facebook.com slash Oversell Podcast, OversellPodcast.com. Check out the website. While you're there, check out that Amazon link and shop, shop, shop till you drop, drop, drop. The easiest way to get to this podcast is to subscribe on iTunes, and while you're there, leave us a five-star review with a comment about what we can do better and what we're doing good. Also, check out Blog Talk Radio. They are our podcast host. We are part of the Shark Dropper Network. Go check, look up blogtalkradio.com slash sharkdropperstudios. And we got, I got a podcast coming out this week uh, with them that I hosted. It was the Top 5 Wrestlers podcast. Okay. And uh, it's going to be – It was. I think it was really fun. Um Little spoiler: Someone in my top five got in trouble recently, but <laughs> I'll I'll let you listen to figure out who that is and where he is. But it was a fun show, and it should be out later this week. That's Shark Droppers Top Five. It could only be like one of five Shh. people. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know how spoiler works. We don't. We're not going to spoil it. So, folks, thank well, you let's for see, you know because Paige nope, got shut, arrested. Yeah, I'm going to hang up. <laughs> well, actually, actually, Paige, it's I think that was just something for um. Um, something stupid for Total Divas, so because she was on Raw the next night, and if she was really arrested, I'm pretty sure they wouldn't have yeah. her on Raw the next night. Yeah, I'm pretty sure too. So, folks, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Bob says I think there's at last count there are 19,287 wrestling podcasts now. Well, 
let's strive to make bring this up there as good with the Matt Men guys. That's what I want to do. I want to com- start competing with them. I'm just kidding. Andrew is a very cool guy. <laughs> I love doing those Google Hangouts with them. I'll be listening Thursday and be in their live chat. But, folks, you've been listening to the Overset.